Hello, and welcome back for another episode of In Conversation. I'm your host, Pat King, a contributor over at Ears to Feed. On today's episode, we welcome James Krivchenia of Big Thief. It's a pretty busy year for James. He was not only a part of one of the year's most acclaimed albums with Big Thief's sprawling masterpiece, Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, but he just released his second solo electronic album, Blood Karaoke which is available everywhere now on Reading Group Records. Outside of Big Thief's organic dynamic, his solo work takes on a very labored-over, sample-based approach with albums that conjure a kaleidoscope feel, with thousands of different tiny ideas flying by from song to song. In our chat, we discuss how drumming on and producing albums for Big Thief differs from his own solo work, how the band does their best to capture the magic and complement Adrian Lenker's melodically rich songwriting, the process of recording Dragon New War Mountain, I Believe in You. James also tells me the story behind the famous That's My Grandma line in Red Moon, which I incorrectly thought was actually referring to Adrian's grandmother being a part of the session, and so much more. I hope you enjoy. How are you? Good. How's it going? I'm I'm great. I'm great. It's it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for doing this podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So, um yeah, I, it's it's a pretty exciting week for you, I can imagine. Your new album, um Blood Karaoke is is about to be released. Uh how do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. It's like um Yeah, it's weird like it's um I'm starting a tour with Big Thief right now and so I'm like it's kind of like, yeah, album releases are always strange because they sort of come a long time after you finish the album and then you sort of like start thinking about it again and sort of getting back in that headspace and, and seeing it from a new perspective. So it's been good. It's been fun to like listen to it a couple of times in the last in the last week and be like, oh, wow, I forgot about this thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's something that a lot of casual music listeners don't really you know, understand is, is that by the time an album gets released, you know, there are different phases of, of what an album looks like, how many Mm -hmm. times the artist actually listens to it. And, and on top of that, just, you know, maybe not for this release, but I'm I'm sure for big thief, you know, songs that have been written maybe years before they actually come out. So it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, um, yeah it's like you're waiting to board a plane or something (laughs) yeah it's really bizarre and like yeah there's sort of this really gratifying moment of when you like really finish something like do the final mixes or like sign off on like all right i'm done and like instinctually that's when it feels so exciting to share it with people and you know it's when you share it with your friends and you know trusted listeners that you are curious to hear what they think about but like after that period of that, I sort of forget that like it actually isn't out, you know, you, there's because I'm, I'm I've like made enough albums at this point where I'm sort of very resigned to the waiting game of like you do something and then it takes like, you know, nine months for the vinyl to get made and you have to make sure, um, you know, everything's like, oh, they didn't finish. Oh, they there's a misprint on the, you know, there's just like all this stuff where it's just like let go. That's just a physical manifestation of making this thing that just it sucks but it's fine yeah yeah for sure and and um you know i'm you know as as fans of big thief know you know I, a release can come out and then songs can change on stage that's another totally. thing too it's it's totally. just it's it's mm-hmm. very music is very funny to document in this way mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah yeah even if it's just the same recording like the way you're experiencing it the way you're experiencing it can totally change when you listen to it again nine months after you've done it you're like what like that's <laughs> yeah. the record that's crazy it doesn't i don't remember feeling this way you know it's just like so experiential and based on perspective how, how do you feel about remastering records how do you feel like mm. because when an album is released there is intent behind the recording mm-hmm. process there's mm-hmm. there's intent behind the fidelity of, of a record yep. Uh, how do you kind of how do you view that when when maybe someone outside of the inner circle of a record comes in mm-hmm. and and changes yeah. things? Yeah, I think it I think it depends. Like, um, 
like I think when it's like a I think it just sort of depends on the intention like there's a lot of stuff that sort of gets like remastered I feel like just so it can like have like another commercial life as like a release you know like I'm sure like 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 the Beatles stuff and like like all those like legacy um 60s artists like it's almost just seems like another excuse for like a whatever anniversary edition of their record that everyone already knows and is like canonized and stuff um so sometimes that's kind of annoying where you're like really like a 10th anniversary remastering for something that like like this thing just came out um but like for like technical reasons like if it was a poor master in the first place it is really nice because like i mean i've experienced this with a lot of old recordings where you hear a re- like it got it got mastered in the early 90s when things were going to cd and no one knew what the fuck they were doing and like like the technology has actually gotten a lot better in terms of taking something from the analog domain a master tape and and turning it into a digital file it's like much better and like some so like so there's certain remasters of old stuff where you're like oh my god like yes like it sounds so good and like um i love that kind of stuff for sure yeah so it, it can go either way but personally it's like i i'm it would be hard for me to like delve back i mean i guess i don't know i wouldn't i don't have the perspective for it yet but just i i like to move on from things when they're done and i'm like kind of okay with like them being a little bad or something it's like oh i didn't really know how to master back then that's all right i just didn't <laughs> right. know how to master back then it's so moving and then now like i'll do something else you know yeah that's true and 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 i guess with the rate that that big thief works you know it's it's pretty it's a pretty prolific pace so it's it's got to mm-hmm. be hard to get that perspective if if you'd like yeah. to change anything yeah and it's just like where do you want to put your energy would you rather like work on something new or like think about your old record and usually it's like let's just do something new the old one's fine like people like i even think about that with with masterpiece with big thief it's like we were all like sarla was really young when he mixed it and like and like it just sounds it's like hmm, it's not like my favorite sounding record at all like i'm like kind of like i engineered it too i thought it's like i'm dissing myself i'm just like god some of this sound kind of like attacks you with its brightness and but it's like the same time it's like but no it's fine like people like it and it doesn't really like you we could go in and like make it more aesthetically pleasing to what our ability and tastes are now but like it doesn't matter it's fine yeah (laughs) and 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 that's something that i appreciate so much about this band and and it's something that Mm -hmm. i i feel you know thinking about talking to you today i i've been thinking about records where most of my favorite classic records seem like snapshots in a band's career you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, totally. like the ditch trilogy of Neil Young, um, is, mm-hmm. is just a world I can live in or, or mm-hmm. like Tusk by Fleetwood Mac is, is a record totally. that's also like that. Um, and, and it seems like big thief does that as well. And especially with this new record, with the way that you mm-hmm. produced it, um, mm-hmm. you know, picking locations and, and really kind of removing the band from everything else and just, you, mm. you hear so much personality, you hear so many inside jokes, all these things totally. are kind of left in, um, yeah. you know, with, with that approach to creativity within big thief, um, I guess does approaching your solo material where it's, mm-hmm. it's a very labored over sample based, mm-hmm. yeah. um, kind of kaleidoscope, uh, mm-hmm. approach to electronic music is it I, I guess what part of your creativity does that access right I think it's been really helpful like having the perspective of being in, in a band like Big Thief where it's this sort of like you know reverential of like first take rawness people playing together like it like sort of the analogy of the snapshot makes it's more intuitively makes sense. Cause you're like, Oh, it is. It's like oftentimes just like one performance in a room. And like, you can actually remember that performance. And, but I think like what, what it sort of I've learned from that is like all recordings are still that no matter how much time or overdubbing or editing went into something, it's still like, it's just a more complex 
snapshot that's kind of harder like that's like it's a bunch of snapshots and it's like these different things because like like even like a something it like as simply made as like recording a track has these different phases and like there's like a you know there's all this like different times you're reapproaching it and sort of like making decisions of like mm, we don't like that mix or like um wait we need to redo i want to i want to sing a background so now there's this other snapshot of this other time onto the snapshot of the other and so it's like it, it like and like then it's getting mastered and it's like it made me realize like oh like i i just think all recorded like i've always sort of been of the mindset of like yeah it's important like i feel like that snapshot thing is important because it makes you be not too precious or like um, judgmental. Like, I feel like by the time I get to the end of records a lot, be it a big thief record or my own record, I'm kind of like almost over it, you know? Right. Cause I've been working through something that I was like really curious to hear or like a feeling that I'm like, oh, I want, I want more of that feeling. And then like by doing the work of it, you're like, huh, I'm, satisfied ish you know and like maybe it doesn't sound like the way it's i imagine and like so there's like this like i don't know it's like yeah there's it's important to have that sort of like because it always ends with it being like oh like a, the critical part of myself like i wish it was better or like i wish it sounded more like something and but like i don't know you like realize that that makes no sense and like yeah, it's best to just sort of like move through things and sort of accept them and be like, hmm. Because even when you get to the end of record, you're like, wow, like we already feel older than that. Right. Or like that. And it's like, but that was us though, for sure. Like a year ago, that was what we were sounded like. And that was like, and like, same with like this solo music. It's like, oh, like now I'm like on to like, I'm like exploring these different moods. And I'm like, but I was really, I, that was me. And I was really trying my best you know like so it's like it's like this weird like self-acceptance thing that happens too with with that snapshot where you're like that was me and like maybe i'd make a different record now but i didn't then you know right with between yeah and and you know like you're saying you know with with big thief there there is kind of a level of acceptance to being like this is how we sound uh you know there are things that we could change but all in all, you know, the, for the larger concept, this is how Big Thief sounds in a room together. Yeah. But mm. with but with something like your solo record, where, mm. you know, you could take your whole life, you know, yeah. piling on samples and yeah. and finding found sounds and and you mm. know, just the capabilities are endless and and they could change mm. with with uh, you know, technology could change while you're making sure. it and you could yeah. you could change that. I, I guess when you when you view an album like Blood Karaoke. Um, I, I guess how in your mind do you know something like that is finished? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I think I'm trying to think because like on, on a broader level, intuitively, like I'm, I'm pretty good at finishing things. Like um, I never, like I've never had that problem with mixing or with making stuff where like I'm like, like I'm like I think it's mostly just like a patience thing like right there's comes a certain point where I'm just like I have this feeling that I've kind of tried my best and also that I can't possibly be doing this anymore you know what I mean <laughs> where it's like sort of like sweet there's this like familiar feeling of like I'm kind of getting burned out like diminishing returns are starting to come and like I know that I've like really tried you know and like and if it's like, sometimes I'll get to that burnout point and then have to dive back in because I'll sort of get a new energy and be like, I think it could be a little better. Or like, I, I hear this thing I want to change and like, I think it's worth changing it. And so there was a few different iterations of that with Blood Karaoke, but I did sort of naturally, yeah, it's sort of like as it progressed and I was like building these tracks out bigger and bigger and like, it sort of got to this point where it was, it was kind of like, yeah. I think it's time to start wrapping this into like a finished project, you know, like I could sort of feel myself pivot into like, okay, I've built a lot. Uh, now I want to sort of see how it ends. Um, and I've never really had much trouble doing that. I, like I have friends who, um, 
Um, yeah, I have one specific friend comes to mind. It's just so hard for him to finish things. And like he endlessly tweaks and like 20 tweaks ago, what he showed me, I thought was awesome. You know, right, and yeah. like, I'd be like, dude, I like that. That's done. Like if that were me, I'd be like, I think this is good. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I kind of like, I don't know. I like my own music and I like the stuff I'm in. I'm like weirdly like get like, yeah, I, there's a part of me that's like super can be super critical. Um, but it's, there is like, yeah, it sort of competes with this other part. It's like, that's awesome. Oh, it's <laughs> totally done. It's rad. Like, like a really, really, there's like a really confident part of me and then definitely a not so confident part as well. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, you know, this kind of music is, is somewhat a, a blind spot for me, but I, I do appreciate a lot, a lot of music mm. like this. Um, mm. you know, I, I hear some elements of square pusher and, and, um, you know, mm. that kind of abrasiveness and then also, mm. you know, um, you know, things I like, like Dan, the automator or, or, um, mm. you know, Dilla of course, and, and stuff totally. like that, yeah. you know, mm. kind of coming in together in this, in this wonderful you know chaotic soup um mm. I, I guess how long is is um has this always been a part of your your musicality or mm. you know is is making beats has that always mm. been a part of of what you do yeah um not always but like definitely like i don't know i like i got into making music on my computer i think originally as sort of almost like an antidote to being a little burned out playing drums and sort of just poking around in like Ableton and like um, like Super Collider, these programs and like just sort of like curiously like kind of like making stuff because um, it was like taken out of the context of like drumming, which was like something at the time I was putting like way too much pressure on myself about. Um, and so like, and this is all like unconscious, it's just sort of like thinking about it from the perspective of now, but I was like totally like looking for something that was like making music fun again. Um, and so yeah, it was just, I got into just sort of like the actual language of like being able to make stuff on your computer um, and and was getting really deep into like listening to all this different electronic music and sort of just learning a bunch in my like late teens about it and like falling in love with a lot of it and really connecting with it. And yeah, it's like, so I've always just been curious about that sort of stuff and have, have made stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I've just sort of, I think over the years just gotten more and more, especially as like um, certain aspects of my like logistical life solidified in terms of like, I tour a bunch. I make records a lot of the time with people. Like that's just like a lot of time spent. Like it feels like a, it's like, it's kind of this natural sort of like, oh, like it's like this other part of me that's like wanting to exist. So it's like, oh, like, like cause it's just like, it, honestly, most of it is just like experimentation. Like I have a lot of different threads of sound making stuff that I just like. I'm curious about hearing and sort of like certain ideas where it's like are sort of more easily explored with um computer music and electronic music than than sort of like all the baggage that comes with guitars and drums <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that like there's like a whole massive like world of like influences and like touchstones and all these things and it's kind of nice to be just in and like with electronic music similarly there's also a whole other you know sometimes great sometimes annoying baggage of associations that comes along with it but it's at least different you know um so yeah i think it sort of naturally fits into just my routine of of music making where it's like if i tour a bunch and i'm playing a lot or if i'm then like recording a record and being really focused on one thing this sort of making my own electronic music is like the kind of expansive like also, it's just like alone, which is different than, than a lot of what I do, which is collaborating with people and, and really bouncing off of them. And it's nice to do stuff alone where you're just kind of purely following your own speed. And then it really makes you appreciate working with people, too, because you're like, oh, my God, after you're alone for like a month working on something, you're like, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I need like, wow, I'm so glad I'm in a band. This is 
crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you make beats on the road? Um, not really. I, I've like, um, no, when I'm on the road, like I'm usually like in full, especially more and more now I'm like really trying to, um, not spread not spread myself thin like like when i'm on the road like with big thief i'll be like really thinking about the shows and and be just like working on just being creative with them you know and like because we're together and we're in the bus and like um it's just feels focused and natural to to just fully dive in that mindset and just like let go of like other projects um and same with when i'm like making a record with someone like i don't want to think about i don't want to be like also like finishing another right you know like yeah which sometimes happens where things start and that that focus like honestly like the focus is like the most important part of like a lot of these things just like intention and like energy everyone pointed in the same direction versus just like sort of scattered especially when you're making an album and like someone's got another like a gig they're doing in the middle it's just like you get it's like so much less potent when so much more and you work it's like crazy how much how fast and creative you can be when everyone's just really focusing on what's at hand you know (laughs) yeah and and i can imagine that was that must have been the inspiration behind you know picking a bunch of places you know to record mm-hmm. in different different totally. spots around the country to record this new Big Thief record in. Um, mm-hmm. Was that a way of just kind of getting rid of any sort of baggage? I'm, I'm sure COVID was was a big concern, mm-hmm. but any any sort mm-hmm. of, you know, outside world baggage before getting these kind of pure recordings? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, yeah, it was sort of, I sort of had noticed like, with big these recording energy like we kind of have like two maximum three good weeks in us like for a chunk of time because like it's like a lot of energy to just be that folk locked in and like really playing together and like sort of after that point of time everyone kind of needs a break and so like yeah but we had all this material so it's kind of finding this way of like we want to do all this stuff but like we need to find some sort of structure that makes it jive with how we actually naturally work and not just become this hard, laborious, oh, this we have too many songs, like pressure, like just like divide it up so it's like manageable for each different place and each, and then like can add all sorts of conceptual stuff on top of that. Um, but the focus is like such a, I mean, like we, like it's a real like strength of the band that like, when we when we all do focus together it is really powerful and we can like feel it be it shows or just like the intention of doing something like when we're all actually dialed in it's like really strong and a lot can get manifested from just like paying attention in that way um together and so yeah we want that's just how we've always done albums is sort of really getting lost in them a bit and like yeah having them feel like this special thing and like not just like work or something or like up or or like this little thing and then we go home and you know it's sort of like kind of all in and it's exhausting like I'm sure that and it's not like it's the right way to do it like there's so many different ways to do it and like I think maybe we'd benefit from like a less focused experience or, or a different kind of focus where we just focus for a little bit of the day and then but that's how we've done it. And it seems to kind of, it's just how it naturally always happens. Even when we're trying to like chill while we're making an album, it doesn't, we just get excited and then start working really hard, you know? So that I just kind of following that and sort of being like, how do we do that? But feel good while we're doing it. Cause we're naturally going to want to get into it, but let's not like kill ourselves doing it. Yeah. Um, Adrian is, is such a, she is such a singular songwriter in the sense where she brings so much melody and and there's so much going on with her guitar playing and Mm -hmm. and just vocal lines where Mm -hmm. you know it it seems like they're you know it has kind of the melody the spectrum of melody pretty much covered Mm -hmm. a lot of the times um i guess how does the band approach 
working on on her songs in that regard is it is it mm-hmm. is it difficult to kind of ease off I, I've, mm-hmm. I've always found that 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 is kind of the band's superpower in a lot of ways that mm-hmm. that you've found a way to grow where it really is you know so complementary in mm-hmm. in that regard is is it is it are there conversations about that you know just really staying back or does it happen in the room yeah I feel like it mostly happens in the room, but there's definitely conversations and, and a lot of just feeling it out. And like some, sometimes there's real, there's like a real, I'd say like half the time, there's just sort of a real natural sort of thing that kind of emerges pretty quickly in terms of just sort of like, basically like, Oh, like that's a good feel. Like things are fitting together in a good way. And then, then the other half time, it's like a little more, it's hard because like there's already this thing which is like the song and the chords and the way Adrian's playing the song on the guitar and the way she's singing it um and some and like oftentimes that's really powerful on its own you know and so you're like <laughs> right, I don't want to make it like like I'm always thinking like not like make it worse but like trying to feel like be in touch with like the actual emotional power of of her delivering the song alone and like seeing what i can add to it or like support that um and then and also making sure it's not like just getting in the way because sometimes it does you know and when it does like also just being accepting of like yeah there's not supposed to be drums on this song right yeah yeah like we've tried it all and like it's always just like kind of takes away from some sort of power that it had without without that element and sort of like accepting that and like being like that can also be a part of big thief like um the decision to not play it, it, i think is 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 an important option in your toolbox you know because it can be easy just be like okay everyone needs to play something and then it's like and it happens sometimes with happens with drums a lot and like happens with bass sometimes or like every every single bass thing max will try is just like it's like i just don't think there should be low end like it's just yeah, like every yeah. time there's low end it just sounds wrong <laughs> like it's, i'm losing something it's it's like narrowing the perspective so just like being in touch and with your intuition on those things and also like being trusting enough of people to like you know like know that everyone's coming from a place of wanting to make something like beautiful and and powerful and like support adrian's writing and it's not about like um cramming everything in there you know it's kind of about everyone is sort of focused on the whole and like it's okay if like you don't fit into it sometimes with your own playing was was that um i don't want to say chain of command but was was that kind of working relationship natural in the beginning yeah i mean i think it's sort of like i don't i wouldn't say natural but like it 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 naturally formed i think um because i think we're all really big fans i know i think we we're all like three of the biggest fans of like adrian's music just as a songwriter um so there's a certain sort of like I don't know there's like a reverence to it where it's like we really like this i'd really like it if i wasn't in it um which is cool because it can kind of free you to not be in it sometimes um and and to have just this perspective of like you can at the one on the one hand have this perspective of knowing this person and like loving their music because you love them but also you just like sometimes i'll just hear like a any song like oh I, that's a really fucking good song yeah like just like in like a sort of like classic way just like great song wow you know um but yeah so but it slowly formed like and we're it's still forming like our studio the way we interact with each other in the studio it's like it's such a sensitive space um that there's always we're always running up against certain fears or like just like roadblocks of creativity of like you know like it's hard to like not have a certain amount of pressure on yourself sometimes and like we've done it enough and know when it's happening well and when it's not that like we know the shit is when you're not in your head 
and like you're free and you're loose and you're sort of not overly critical you know yeah and so it's like getting to that space though is sometimes a challenge you know if you're listening in your headphones and playing along you're like it doesn't sound good or like yeah it's like that can be a really it's like one thing to know oh it's great when we're all like loose and fun and it's like it's another thing when it's not fun and you're like how do we make it fun again you know like uh <laughs> like what's happening uh so that's like a constant challenge i think i think for everyone in the studio of like oh shit here i am i actually have to like i can't do it like i don't have it and a lot of times it's like recognizing that moment and like being okay with it like i feel like i i mean i've seen a lot of people really force stuff when like just stop and like take a break for a couple hours it's like it's not like other work where you just chip away at it and like it's just going to happen like you there is an element of inspiration and intuition and the key is kind of knowing when to let it go and and also when it's there like being willing to like drop everything and be like this is it like right let's record a bunch of songs right now i feel amazing like everyone's like we feel good like fuck it let's do another one and not like just like riding it when it's there and like really honoring it and being like you know not like well let's go home it's getting late it's like no like this is it like this is it like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's... adrian's really good at that like she's really inspiring like the way she writes too like it's not like when she really is feeling it and like something is coming out like she really honors it and like to the detriment of like plans and logistics but it's like it's important to her and it makes sense because it's like and it's hard to explain to people who don't have that outlet it's like but it's like that like those are the moments that are like it like that it can't be like oh i'll pick you up off on it in the morning i've got to go meet this dude for like business lunch it's like no like this this is the thing like if i don't honor it like i'm not even doing what i'm like people think they like about you know it's like or like not doing like the thing I want to do. It's like, it's, yeah, it's not on a timeline. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think the concept of recording, sometimes it can run away from bands where they forget that they're in a band, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, totally. You know, it, they're, they're building something where it's, mm -hmm. it's um like we were saying before, where it, it can mm -hmm. feel like something is never done, you know what I mean? Right. But right. Um, yeah when in actuality you know if if the respect for the material is there it, it's it's almost out of your hands and and the mm -hmm. magic just takes it when the mood is right yeah yeah and sometimes it's like it's like just it's like have playing to... covers or something you know <laughs> yeah yeah and you have to poke around when the magic isn't there and just sort of like for me it's always really hard to start records because it's like you have all these ideas on like sound and vibe and then you're like Wait, we're just like starting with like it's the first song and it's and it's like i don't know there is there is something to like you got to get going and then like but yeah like i don't know it's like it's this weird balance of like yeah you don't want to look like i don't know it's strange like there's a lot of just sort of like in the studio especially there's a lot of sort of just like weaving around energies everyone's different energies until you're sort of like sometimes you're not rocking the boat and then sometimes you're being like really confrontational to try it's like you're just everyone's trying to align a little bit and just be like and as a producer and as like the engineer is sort of like should we do another one or you want to get some lunch or something it's like it's like kind of dance that like everyone's sort of like subtly like oh i hope something cool happened oh maybe something is like oh yeah 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 um or like oh maybe not or like yeah i don't know it's weird it's a weird thing studio work <laughs> yeah i i know you were you were saying that you know the work can be very intense and and you can leave exhausted mm -hmm. but um i was actually driving back i was i was in i was staying with my band up in vermont and recording cool. an album in upstate new york awesome. and and it was just so nice you know we we got an airbnb like a Verbo mm -hmm. in in, Shaft, yeah. in Shaftesbury, Vermont, and we were all staying there. It was a different space than the studio, mm -hmm. and um, 
you know, once it was all done and I was, I was driving back solo to Philadelphia, um, yeah. I, I just couldn't help but feel like my brain had that same sort of like rejuvenating rejuvenation as like, as like micro yeah. micro do, micro dosing on shrooms or yeah. something, you know, yeah. it was like, totally. like, I, totally. I think, I think just the act of, of, um, you know, talking about music and being in mm -hmm. music, yeah. you know, for, for so many Definitely. days is, is, I don't know. It reminded yeah. me of, there's a, a documentary on the damned where captain mm -hmm. sensible says something like the guitarist captain sensible says something like, you know, I don't feel like I've aged since the damned started touring when I was 17 years old. And, mm -hmm. and it, and I, I thought about that and just kind of got welled up with emotion. And I was like, yeah, I, I guess, you know, this kind of creation and being around this kind of energy is mm -hmm. kind of the fountain of youth in some ways. I don't, mm -hmm. do you, do, it you is. do you see that flip side of the coin as well? I, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, it's like it. It's really rejuvenating to like, and 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 feels like I think there is this feeling of like value and purpose too of like just really focusing on something, even if it's like as abstract as like an album. Um, there's something really rewarding about finishing it, um, and l like way beyond like oh I hope people hear this more of just like wow like that's pretty cool. Like there wasn't even music before we came yeah, together yeah. and now there is. And like, we all, and there's just, just this feeling of like, it is pretty magical. Like you're just like, yeah, you're like driving back from Vermont or whatever. And you're like hearing a record of your band <laughs> and it's like, and like, yeah. And, it, and, and there's been so much care and like energy and like love put into it. And, um, it, it feels really good. Like there's all, yeah. And like, for me, it's often coupled with a feeling of like, oh my God, I'm tired, <laughs> but like really proud. Yeah. And just like, there's, and there's something to it too. There's just something to this sort of like, um, and albums are kind of good for it. I think that it's like a very different craft than, than playing music live where it's this sort of just this gratification of like creation, um, there's this thing you can listen to afterwards and then you're like, oh, it's kind of cool. Just like, and it's just like, there's this weird rec recording thing where like, I still feel it constantly just like playing something, going in and like listening back. You're like, wow, that's so cool that like, we can capture this kind of stuff. That's crazy. And it's like, it sounds good. It sounds even better than like it does out there. Um, it's weird. It's, it, but yeah, it's really, it's really great. It keeps me inspired too. Like I always like, I feel like I'm always sort of like, starting to think about some other record or like have this idea like towards the end of an album on something i think partly is like an avoidance thing of like being like oh god like there's like a little more work to do like i kind of want to just do something else but um but yeah i do so yeah you like it it fills you up it's like it's it, it it drains your energy but more in just sort of like a physical like focused like i've been focused a lot <laughs> have you know i've been like sleeping maybe not as much and just sort of following this specific head energy and like it's like probably the, not it's like yeah it's like the big brain meme you know like you yeah like totally totally extra wrinkles on your totally yeah. yeah making a record is totally like that it's like because it's 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 a really out-of-body experience you're sitting around listening to shit all day and like you're not in your body as much you're 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 in mind land and talking about snare drum sounds and like concepts behind transitions and stuff like you know just like stuff where it's like what are we even talking about this is insane you know and like huge value judgments based on just sound yeah that yeah people like you know you're like actually having like a impassioned like ideological argument with someone about um um so it's like yeah it's like real and like once you get out of it you're like what is that that is so weird i mean it's so cool yeah but and, it's also so weird <laughs> and and you you become yeah you learn from people's hidden perspectives you know it's mm -hmm. it's it's qualities yeah. that they can't necessarily voice which is so insane you know absolutely yeah and like people like i think one of the most valuable things in a studio and like bands have this like special bonus thing is like 
because it's multiple people, it's like you do have this sort of the way you listen to music with other people brings a different perspective. And like, even empathetically, you can kind of hear what they're hearing a little bit when you're like, like I have certain friends I'll show records to that I'm working on. And like selfishly part of it is just to like listen with them. Cause I can like, I'm like all of a sudden I'm like hearing it through their ears a little bit where I'm like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it's weird how that happens. And, but, and with a the band, there's so many great checks and balances with that. Cause everyone is sort of listening in their own way. And, you know, people are maybe naturally a little biased toward their instrument, which is sometimes a bad thing. And sometimes it's like a nice thing because it maybe you're, maybe I'm like a little listening to the drums and like groove or something. And like, Buck will just be like, this one's not like doing it, you know? And like, and everyone, and then you have to like explain and like convince each other with words why intuitively something's not doing it, which is like, so hard sometimes but like probably a good exercise of communication to like because it's all this sort of like it's always like whenever some person in the band isn't quite feeling the way something's turning out you can tell you know you can tell for days they're like going they're like trying to they're like yeah let's try this or like maybe in like but you can and, and there's, like, there's, there's something I don't like this one as much. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. know, it's like I don't. It's like I don't. Nothing wrong with it. Like no one, no one's doing anything wrong, you know. But like I don't, and it's weird because like it's also personal to people because it's like weird to like you know it's like you have to be really sensitive and because it's someone's song, and so you don't want to be like this isn't doing it for me. And um, but you also want to have the trust of everyone to be like that and not that. Like, you know, like, I, I love this, this, I don't know, it doesn't work. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's fun. It's, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm still getting better and better at sort of feeling that out. And sometimes you have to stick with something that's not working until there's an aha moment where you see where the other person's going with it, you know, mm -hmm. like that'll happen to me where you're just like, let them finish. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're trying all this, they're trying this stuff and it's like not making sense. And then like, it's, you're like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm glad I let them finish. Yeah. I like this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and it's so crazy that, you know, you can play a song incorrectly and it'll be perfect. Like that, totally. I, yeah. I, you can't think of many things outside of music where that's the case, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it has so, such little to do with accuracy, I think, yeah. actually, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, any like virtuosic like virtuosic talent totally i mean totally um you know yeah it's it's the feel um mm. i i guess you know the band you know it was it was a very fertile bunch of sessions for the band you you recorded mm -hmm. 40 songs um mm -hmm. will and 20 that made the record um will those other songs someday be released or are they kind of still you know need some work or mm -hmm. I, I guess what um i'm sure some of like the ones that i think we feel really good about i'm sure we'll see the light of day at some point yeah yeah we actually have some interesting ideas about that but oh, cool but um yeah i think um yeah it's hard to know like what there was definitely like a handful where it was like brutal to kind of leave them off because they, they felt just as strong um and then there's some where it's like it's, it's kind of a fine line as an artist to sort of know what you want to put out and what you, what's like, like there's definitely a tendency within the music industry to just like put it all out, whatever, like fuck it. And it's like, but like, that was definitely us just like working through something. Like that's not, like, I don't want to share that. Like, even though people would like it, like it's just, it's not, you, you know, like you just kind of know, you're like, that's not really us though. Like, it's like, we're trying something and like, it sort of worked and like probably the next time we'll try something like that, it'll work better, you know? And maybe we'll want to put that out. So it's kind of hard to, you just have to really trust your gut and be like, those things are awesome. Those are cool. But like, I don't know if I want to share them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I could, I could see a world where, uh, 
like an all things must pass version of this comes yeah. out you know this giant mm-hmm. sprawling oh i guess donda you know like a donda yeah. <laughs> yeah sprawling thing um has you know the band is is such a great live band has there ever been the idea to kind of do an archive series you know like like the dead and fugazi or mm-hmm. sonic youth even like to kind of have you know a record of the mm-hmm. band playing live and how they how you've changed yeah we've definitely like we don't really have like any sort of conception of how it would work as like a project or a lease, but like every once in a while, like we do have the thought to probably like once a year, we're like, we should get a good capture of like where we're at now. Like we should shell out to have a friend, like really record a show. Well, you know, mm-hmm. like, like um, just like, who knows, you know, like we're like, just like this, this sort of like archival thing kicks in where it's like, we should get this era of us. Cause like, we're going to sound different soon. And like, we just have it, you know, um, even if it's like just for our own pleasure of like kicking back and listening to it when we're old. So we have recorded stuff in the past for sure of shows. Um, but yeah, we don't have any like plans or like ideas of release necessarily, but like, I think it is important to, listen i mean sometimes we watch youtube videos of us and it's also hard because you're like wait that's how we sound like that's crazy <laughs> yeah. it's like a very different than like the experience of doing it you're like oh huh, yeah I've, i don't know I've, if i can listen to a whole show of this <laughs> I've, I've noticed that though i i feel like i feel like um, i think that's a personal thing not like yeah. a like judgment on we sound bad or anything it's just this sort of like wow it's so yeah i, th- I think a bad recording can almost be like a funhouse mirror you know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. You know, um, you could get a soundboard that would sound mm-hmm. way different than you know yeah. someone's iPhone recording. Totally, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, and it's all sort of like valid and and interesting. I think it's just like, yeah, it's just it's so. We we do record stuff. It's it. I think honestly, part of it is just exhausting to like. We already put so much time and effort into like, Big Thief as a thing. Right. <laughs> like to like watch another show and like it's like oh my god we already think about ourselves like a lot because we're planning stuff and like there's just like constant like logistical stream of like energy it's like it's like wait we also have to like critique our own show and like decide <laughs> how we want to like release it just doesn't seem in the cards yet but i'm sure we'll do something with it because li- it is different live too it's like totally yeah, it's a different energy you play with for sure. Yeah, you could you could just you know open open the gates to tapers, you know, just kind of give a welcome to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think we like tacitly have. Oh I yeah. I don't know if anyone actually tapes our show. I mean, some people do. I see, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't care. It's like, go for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I I know you probably get asked about you know playing drums on on Taylor Swift's record. Uh, her re-recordings of, of of her music and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. but the thing I'm really interested to know about is what was it like doing a session with Adrian's grandma on Red Moon? <laughs> what was <laughs> what was what was that like? Um, you know, I, I guess welcoming her in, and I mean, it's such a joyous song, and and she plays great on it. Like, what was it like giving her direction? Oh well, we, she she's not actually on the song. Oh, her I, grandma. Oh, I thought no. I thought she was. Uh, am I mistaken? Well, no, no. She says. Well, it's kind of like. I mean, that recording was cool. It was. It was the last. It was the last thing we did at one of the Tucson sessions, and like, the last thing we did for the whole record. Mm-hmm. Like last, it was like we knew it was like all right, let's do a couple more red moons in the morning, and then let's fucking get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like we're done. <laughs> you know, like we were like everyone was like full on, the gas tank is empty. Like we really. Yeah, like I'd never felt that creatively drained in terms of like, wow, I really have nothing more to give or say like it, with music for like a while. Um, so we were all just like, well, let's have fun and do a crazy red moon. And that was just like, a, you know, Adrian was just in it. And she just said that during one one random take because the, the, the lyric is about her grandma. And she just like said that during one take. And the, the take we ended up, we did like three takes or something in the morning. And the take we ended up using was the different one but like we're all just like we have to get the that's my grandma line in 
Um, <laughs> like that was my favorite part of this entire recording session. Like I, I was, I think we actually like didn't use that take because like everyone started laughing after Adrian said it because it was like totally sincere and just off the cuff of just like that's my grandma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like it's so great and it's so beautiful and pure. So we actually like we were working on tape on like eight track. Um, so we had to like sample it and then like play it into the mix slot it was it was kind of funny and cool um like it was like something that would have taken like seven seconds in pro tools and took like an hour and a half um because we were on tape uh but yeah no that was just uh an adrian ad lib yeah i, I wasn't very sure good if, one at that i wasn't yeah. sure if she had like walked into the room or something yeah i, I thought <laughs> yeah, you were no. like at this point you come <laughs> no no yeah oh that's so funny so um yeah. so what do you have got, got going on right now? And you were saying before that the band's about to go on tour. Yep. Yep. We just started tour a couple of days ago. Oh, cool. So we got a couple of shows in New York um, tomorrow and the next day. And yeah, we're basically doing like a, a month in the month of touring in the States. That's just getting going. Oh, nice. How, how does it feel? Yeah. It's really good so far. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be good. Um, it's nice. It feels kind of like easier whenever we tour America just because we've done it so much and like it's nice to have sort of friends everywhere and this artist um Carolise Coverdale is opening up this bit of the tour she's amazing and it's really cool to just be able to watch her the last two nights and just be like whoa what's <laughs> happening um it's so cool um but yeah it's good and yeah it's good to be in New York I haven't been here in a while oh nice yeah. um yeah. well yeah man I I, I love everything you've done this year it's it, it seems like it's it's a great time to be Thank a big you. view fan and and this new record is is so fun i hope a lot of people listen to it and enjoy it thank you appreciate it yeah thank you for the the questions yeah for sure all right take care have a good tour all right, all right. later bye <laughs>